Welcome to Truth Triumphant Radio. I'm your host, Cody Mori, and today I have a special guest again. It's Pastor Bill Hughes. And today we wanted to talk about uh, drugs and the Vatican and doing this because of what many are calling an invasion, the border crisis down at the Mexican border with all of the illegal immigrants coming in and all the issues that we have going on there. And we are seeing record numbers of, in influxes of people. Of course, some of them are, 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 are great people. Some of them are, are no, no doubt families, but also there are human traffickers, confirmed human traffickers, and confirmed drug trafficking. Today we're gonna focus on the issue of drugs, but before we go into that, I wanted to talk about what the Bible has to say about people and what they and why people use drugs and some of the warnings for the last days. The first one comes from Ecclesiastes chapter 7 and verse 9. It says this, Lo, this only have I found, that God hath made man upright, but they have sought out many inventions. In other words, there's the natural world and there's the human being who God has created. And what does man do with his carnal nature when it's left unchecked? He seeks out many inventions and those inventions are, are things like alcohol and drugs and different kind of sexual deviancies and, and all sorts of things that man creates to war against not only his own soul, but heaven itself. So this is a carnal problem, and it's important to understand that there is no policy. There's no policy of any government that can deal with any type of drug problem because drug problem is a problem of the heart. And the only thing, and I think this is a very important for us to understand, the only way any of these issues are going to be solved, at least with a, a positive outcome, is through the gospel. That's the mm -hmm. only way. That's mm -hmm. the only way because drugs, human trafficking, abortion, you name you name the issue. These are issues of heart and if you can't change people's hearts and I don't know about you but I cannot. Only God can. Amen. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to continue to have these issues. Now the second verse uh, comes from Luke chapter 21 verse 34. It says and this is a warning for the last days, take heed to yourself, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life so that day come upon you unaware. So in the last days, we could expect to find people that were so engrossed with the cares of this life, that were so engrossed in, in using drugs, surfeiting and being overcharged with drunkenness and gluttony and, and every form of of people trying to fulfill themselves without seeking God. Those are the things that would be going on instead of people looking upon that day, which is the judgment day that is coming, the second coming of Christ, and not preparing for that. And I think it's safe to say that we are clearly living in those times now because that is exactly what you see with individuals. You see cares of this life, what politicians would call escapism, where people are more 
they they want nothing to do with politics they want nothing to do with religion they just want to watch their movies they want to go on their cruises and their vacations and gain their money and they're, they're engrossed with the cares of this life and then the other groups and many there's a lot of overlapping here they're involved with with doing drugs and and fulfilling themselves in their own way and again both of these both of these verses talk to issues of the heart the the individuals carnal individuals seeking ways to fulfill themselves when really the truth is is that only jesus christ can fill that god-sized hole in our hearts amen so we got to keep that in mind now right now on the border between the u.s and mexico there are tens of thousands i believe it's over a hundred thousand now of illegal immigrants crossing the border uh, being basically uh, welcomed by the United States. Now, again, there are certainly refugees and families, of course, but there's also drug cartels and human traffickers, and this is the moment that they've been waiting for for some years now. This is an article from Newsweek on the issue. Uh, Texas, the name of the article is, Texas sees one, or 800% increase in fentanyl, that's an opioid, coming across border. Benjamin Ferno. Uh, is the journalist. It's from May 25th, 2021. Now, this is something that the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, said on the issue. He said, the border issue is not on the Rio Grande Valley. It goes all the way up to New York and Minnesota or Chicago. Abbott told Fox's Maria Bartiromo, and what the border crisis is doing that Biden has opened up is it's enriching the cartels with profit off of moving fentanyl and other drugs into the United States. And of course, this fuels gang violence, all kinds of violence and all kinds of uh, broken homes and broken families because of the drug use. So without further ado, I wanna bring in Pastor Bill Hughes and ask him about this issue because we want to talk about one of the things I like to do on this show, and one of the things I like to do in my sermons, and I've seen Bill Hughes do it with his own books, is to not beat around the bush and go straight back to the source. Now, drugs are a problem. We could talk about drugs in and of themselves for hours and do sermons after sermon after sermon on it. But where does it come from? So, Pastor Bill Hughes, who is really responsible for the drug trafficking in the United States? And do you have any proof of this? Cody, there is a phenomenal book out there. It's called Operation Gladio, written by Paul Williams. And uh, Williams' book makes it very clear that uh, the drug problem became such following World War II. And it was at that time that... Um, the CIA was creating what they called stay-behind units in Europe to combat the communists. And the CIA was involved. The, um, uh, let's see, it was originally called the Office of Secret Services. Mm -hmm. And the man who was uh, spearheading that at that time, his name was Wild Bill Donovan. Uh, Bill Donovan, of course, was the man who originated the OSS, which then dovetailed into the CIA. 
And what they wanted to do was they knew that Stalin and the Russians would seek to take over much of Europe. So these stay behind units that were set up by Donovan and the OSS, uh, the goal was to fight so that communism could not ransack over Europe. Well, of course, when you create something like that, you have pockets of men all over Europe that you are arming, that you are feeding, that you are uh, paying to do this job. Well, you've got to have a tremendous amount of money. And so what Donovan did was, is they began to search, and the, he had a friend by the name of Paul Helliwell, who had worked in Southeast Asia during the Second World War. And they found that there were some places in Southeast Asia that were producing incredible amounts of drugs. And the major drug at that time was heroin. And the place where they were producing that was in the Shan Plateau in Burma. They were producing heroin uh, by the billions and billions of dollars. And so Heliwell told Donovan, look, we can, uh, we can get these drugs. We can then in turn sell them on the streets of America. And that's the way that we can fund these stay behind units to fight the communists. Well, they had a great big problem, Cody, and that was when you've got billions and billions of dollars of dirty money, how do you clean it up? How do you make it legitimate? And at that time, right after World War II, into the 1950s, there were no places in existence where you could take that dirty drug money and make it clean. Well, they had to find a bank that was sovereign in and of itself that nobody could come in and investigate. They had to find a bank where the money could flow through their bank and then having come out on the other side, it would be clean now. And then the money could be channeled to different places in Europe to fund these stay behind groups. The only place, Cody, in all the world that Bill Donovan and Paul Helliwell found where that drug money could be cleaned up was at the Vatican Bank. And Paul Williams in his book, Operation Gladio, he shows that very, very clearly. Now, what the Vatican would get out of the cleaning up of that money, they would get 15% of every dollar that passed through the Vatican Bank. So not only would the CIA uh, Bill Donovan, not only would they take in billions and billions of dollars through this drug trade, but the Vatican would as well. And it's, it's very interesting that Bill Donovan, 
was number one, a knight of Malta. Number two, he was actually knighted toward the end of World War II for his mission uh, with the OSS that became the CIA. He was actually knighted by Pope Pius XII. And many people, uh, I would have to get the documents, but I've heard many people say that even Pope Pius XII was a heroin addict. Really? Yes. Yes, he was. And so you see this incredible flowing of drugs uh, from the Shan Plateau in Southeast Asia just flooding into the United States. In Williams's book, Operation Gladio, he, he makes it very clear. He says, during the Second World War and shortly thereafter, there were like 20,000 drug addicts in the United States, heroin addicts primarily. But he said into the 1960s, uh, 70s, and right up till now, we have in excess of nearly a million people that are, are just absolutely hooked on heroin. And it only is getting worse, Cody. As you could see by the information that you were bringing out with what's going on at the southern border of the United States, the Vatican continues through their control of the international drug trade, they are making billions of dollars and it's, it's destroying many, many lives, many lives. I don't, you know, it's, it's hard today to find a home in America that has not been affected by this influx of drugs into the United States. I know in my own personal family, had an older brother that got involved in drugs and attempted to destroy our family. So, and this, this horror story is being repeated over and over and over again. It's destroying the, the very bulwark of American society, of any nation's life, and that's the family. Mm, yes. So, you know, you destroy the family, uh, families make up church, you destroy the church, and when you've destroyed the family and the church, well then, you know, people begin to look for somebody uh, for guidance. And of course, that's where the papacy comes in to seek to uh, implant their style of worship uh, in America and then throughout the world. So you see this connection, Cody, between the international drug trade, uh, the funding of these stay-behind units in Europe, but then how that has brought such destruction to this nation and to... Uh, other nations as well. You know, what you're saying reminds me of another book. There's a book called Behind the Dictators. The author's last name is, is Lehman or Lehman. Yes. And on the front cover of that book, you see Pope 
It's Pope Pius XII, I believe, and he is holding strings to puppets. And the puppets on his strings are Adolf Hitler, uh, Benito Mussolini, I believe Franco was the of other Spain. one, of Spain. and then Stalin as well. So you see that it, the, the picture, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. You see that the papacy is actually controlling communism and the counter-communists, which were the Nazis. So ironically, you see a convergence of all these things where the papacy is making hand over fist money on both sides of the deal. Because on the one hand, they're controlling communism and they're utilizing it, weaponizing it, and they're causing a problem where they have another group to come in that needs to be funded so that they can fight against this problem, which they've created. And now they're going to be their main ally in helping them to fight against this, this other problem, which, and we see Daniel chapter 11 coming alive right before our eyes. The king of the south pushing at the king of the north and the king of the north re responding. And it's interesting. I believe uh, Wild Bill Donovan was also a Roman Catholic as well. Absolutely. So he's, he was in charge of the OSS and then became the first director of the CIA. So really, there was a disbanding of, of the OSS, but no real change there, just a change of the name, essentially. Mm -hmm. Which is why so many individuals who have the correct understanding of history have pointed out that the CIA actually stands for Catholic Intelligence Agency or something, uh, words to that effect. But it's very interesting. So they create the problem, and how many lives have been destroyed? Families, children, losing their fathers, losing their mothers, losing their sons and daughters, brothers and sisters. This has impacted your life. I know people in my own life, and there's a connection right there between the opiates that they were creating, also in the southern Helmand province of Afghanistan, but you mentioned Cambodia. Um, right now, we're seeing that 800% increase in fentanyl, which is an opiate, ironically. Mm -hmm. And so today, we're seeing the same issue come into play. So the popes of the past, John Paul II as well, being a part of this, um, what reason in the past and what reason today do they have to bring drugs into America? And I know you've touched on it a bit, but can you, ex can you expand a little bit? Well, number one, you, you have the destruction of homes. Um, number two, you, from, from the home, which make up churches, you destroy the churches, you break down the moral fabric of the society. Uh, and when, when, once you've broken down the family and the church, well, then, then you, you don't have anything, you don't have any other legs to stand on. And so then you begin to search for uh, someone to fill the void. And... Uh, and then, of course, that's where the, the Catholic Church steps in. Uh, another thing, and we've seen this repeatedly in history, uh, it, it happened in China as well. The, the, when the papacy and the Jesuits went over there in the 17th centuries, 18th, 19th centuries, 
what they would do is they would use the drugs to destroy people's health, to destroy their minds. And once, once you've destroyed them mentally, spiritually, physically, well, my, you, you control them. Yeah. You control them. And so that's what the papacy, the Jesuits did. That's what they're doing today with the, the it, continual influx of drugs into the United States through the southern border with the fentanyl uh, and with other opiates. They're, they're destroying um, the physical, the mental, the spiritual fabric of, of human beings and making Americans ready to be enslaved by Roman power. That's Playing I mean. right into their hand, essentially. Absolutely. So correct. if it boiled down to one thing as to why, it would be power and authority. And what we see going on today is we see them destroying the very fabric of society, attacking the very building blocks of society, which is the family unit. And that's what, that's what drugs do. It infiltrates into families and destroys them from within. And it's very effective at doing that. Absolutely. So on the one hand, while they're making money and becoming more powerful in a financial sense, they're also becoming more powerful in a spiritual sense because the entire dynamic of functionality, if you will, of the family unit breaks down entirely. That's why I want to say again, it's so important to remind um, all of you, all of our listeners, and, and even ourselves, is that this issue is a heart issue and it can only be solved by the gospel it can only be solved the issues of racism versus anti-racism the issues of abortion versus pro-choice the issues of drugs human trafficking again you name the issue the only answer the only real answer the only lasting answer to those things is Jesus Christ and his gospel message. Amen. So we see Pope Francis and the Vatican and the Jesuits of old and in the modern times using drugs, using their boogeyman communism all simultaneously to destroy America and the fabric of America. And it's going to be to bring about their ultimate power play and their ultimate authoritative power move on the world, which will be a Sunday law. Absolutely. Now, Pastor Billy Hughes, I want to ask, we don't always do this in regards to authors. Uh, many times we just quote authors. Um, but this particular author, Paul Williams, in his book Operation Gladio, can you explain why Paul Williams specifically is a very, very strong um source citation if you will powerful uh citation for his book operation gladio maybe in comparison to other individuals who are are simply historians paul williams uh grew up a devout roman catholic went to catholic schools uh educated in catholic schools throughout his life uh was a, an attendee of the roman catholic church so when Paul Williams did his research, 
he's he's looking at this not with a biased eye, not looking to implement or uh, damn any particular group. He's just going where the you know where the information is leading him. So Paul Williams becomes a very powerful source right. in understanding the, the international drug trade and the movement of drugs throughout the world, whether it be in Southeast Asia, Afghanistan, or on the southern borders of the United States. But Paul Williams becomes a tremendous source uh, concerning that because of his background. Uh, Paul Williams, with his book, Operation Gladio, it's very much like the man who wrote Hitler's Pope, John Cornwell. John Cornwell was a devout Roman Catholic. Once uh, to write a book about Pope Pius XII because Pius was going to be uh, beautified. He was going to be made a saint. Right. So Cornwell goes to the Vatican archives and says, I want to do research on Pope Pius XII. I want to write a book about this great man. So they give him access to the Vatican archives. And uh, he realizes that Pope Pius XII was just as much involved in the enslavement of the Jews and the annihilation of the Jews as was Adolf Hitler. So Cornwall... Cornwell and Paul Williams, both very credible, extremely credible authors because of their background and that they have no, no bone to pick. They're simply following the uh, information where it goes. Right. I mean, I know, I know with uh, Cornwell, he was actually an apologist at some points about mm -hmm. Roman Catholic doctrine. So Paul Williams, both Paul Williams in his book Operation Gladio and uh, Cornwell in his book Hitler's Pope, they are coming from individuals that want to show the Roman Catholic Church in a positive light. But as the information unfolds before them, obviously they're honest men. And what they do is they take the information, they look at it honestly, and this is the, this is the true history that we're never taught in the modern era. And even people, whether it doesn't matter what side of the political spectrum you're on, because most of the time, these groups are never going to get to the heart of the issue. They're going to they're gonna talk about their talking points on both sides, and they're just going to keep wasting your time. Well, here on this show, that's something that we want to avoid. We want to go straight back to the source. And as it turns out, from Roman Catholics themselves, drugs, and the entire drug cartel issues that we're having right up into modern times, it all leads back to Rome once again. Absolutely. And it, you know, it all is pointing forward to Rome's ultimate, ultimate hero power play, which will be the Sunday Law, instituted first here in the United States, and then weaponizing the United States, then to institute it throughout the entire world. And as Mrs. White says, and I know you've pointed this out before as well, uh, Mrs. White says that it will be a grassroots movement. It will be a from the people asking for this stuff. So you can see how Rome's playing both sides, just as Pastor Bill Hughes was saying. They're using communism to break down society. They're using drugs to break down society. Eventually, what are people going to do? People are going to look for a savior. 
They're going to look for a hero. And Rome's going to answer the call. And Rome's going to provide the order and the stability and all the things that people are seeking to get away from this madness, chaos, and violence. And they're falsely going to promise them those things. And people are just going to heap up power to them. And this is something that actually our founding fathers understood well. Patrick Henry said that when people forget God, tyrants forge their chains. Mm -hmm. And there seems to be something that the founding fathers understood was this, this sort of cycle of power. They understood that there was a cycle of power in the world of tyranny, a really a cycle of tyranny. What would happen over and over again, you could study this out for yourself and look at different civilizations and you can see that it's basically true. Uh, sometimes a little different exactly how it, how it comes out, but this is essentially what it is. You'll have one person who's in control of everything, a king, and they become tyrannical. And eventually the people and perhaps a group of aristocracy or something joins them and they fight against that power and then they set up a, a group of people, like a senate or something like that. Eventually, they become corrupted, and you have a tyrannical oligarchy. And as that breaks down and the people rise up against that, you eventually get a democracy. And then you get mob rule, and eventually that becomes so chaotic and so violent, just like we saw in the French Revolution, that people cry out, for a king again. And then the cycle just starts over again. And that's that cycle, if that cycle is going to continue, we can expect to see more uh, democracy. We can expect to see more mob rule and more violence and drugs are gonna contribute to that until we see people literally crying out for a king again. So, Pastor Bill Hughes, would you like to leave us with any uh, final closing thoughts on, on these issues going on with drugs and some of the things that are going on at the border? Cody, I'm just, I'm just so thankful um, for, for what you brought out here today, that uh, this whole issue with, with drugs and the proliferation of them in America and throughout the world, that the only solution is, is Jesus. Because it is only through Christ that any any human being can be freed from the entanglements of drugs, drunkenness, surfeiting the cares of this life. And, and so I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that plan that God instituted through Jesus to, to redeem his children. And I'm grateful for Bible prophecy as well that still shines as a light in a dark place that makes very clear that it's Babylon the Great that is behind uh, the drug element and every other evil and ill uh, with which this world is plagued. Amen. Thank you, guys. We'll catch you next week on Truth Triumphant Radio. God bless.